Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Fuck it, I'm doing it live. Oh, do toi. Hello. And welcome to the Airbuds Podcast. Fuck, man. Uh, I'm Jamel. I'm Peter. Yes, you. I'm Mike. Shit. Uh, there Airpods, he is. Airbuds Podcast. Fuck, man. Fuck, Fuck man. man. Fuck, man. This is a podcast. Uh, we don't longer talk about basketball. Uh, this is like <laughs> we uh, we review hot dogs. Uh, yeah. that, that feels like something that <laughs> yep. could go viral. Uh, we're going to review hot dog chains, and we are only going to talk about hot dogs. Uh, no more basketball. America doesn't like basketball anymore. Uh, this is a podcast about basketball. Please hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at AirBudsPod. You can also subscribe to our Patreon. And also, we have some fantastic T-shirts on T Public. Just uh, search AirBuds Podcast. Uh, Michael is pretending that this podcast doesn't exist anymore. Uh, because so I was, was at the Exxon the other day, and uh, wow, you know, ninety-nine cent hot dogs. All right, you know, what? I'm just going to put it out here right away. We're doing a late night pod. We've got a feisty dog. It's eleven thirty. We actually have a yeah, uh, and Mike's sad because uh, we should all pour one out. Listen, man, it's like the scene. Jamel and I are both Robin Williams, and you're Matt Damon. It's not your fault, okay? Fact. 
Okay. Well, you know, you know, it's not my fault. I'm fine with it. I'm not on the team. I'm not one of those guys that says like, we just got to do this because I'm but just you like, do I don't play say for them. We sometimes. It's the first I, thing. And I correct myself every time when you know it. Yeah, but you still say it. Because I get excited, but I don't want to feel like <laughs> I'm a part of this team or have anything to do with their success. What did I say? What did I say last episode and the episode before that? The Sixers were going to lose, right? Yeah, you did. I was you emotionally prepared for this moment. This was just bonus basketball for me as a Sixers fan. But did they, didn't they is, do just enough to rope you back in Godfather 3 style? They pulled you right back in. Is this yeah. is Joel Embiid the new Craig Elo? You know, getting the Michael Jordan shot. No. Dunked on over him. That's crazy. Because Craig Elo was a bum. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Craig Elo was an all-star. Hold your horses Craig Elo was an all-star yeah. reserve, okay? How many time all-star? Like, one time. Maybe one. But, yeah. like, was a great Mark Price uh, backcourt compatriot. Whatever. Aaron McKee was sixth man of the year once. Let's not oh, let shit. rewards and, and titles get to our heads. These are facts. Uh, Joel Embiid is a superstar center who played the best possible defense he could have on Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard was just in a in in his uh, elite kill mode, and and yeah, he hit the shot. He, they earned it. The he basketball the, the basketball cyborg that is Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. A- afterwards, they were like, "How do you feel? What was going through your head?" And he was just like, "Well." Zero one zero one 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 zero one 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 zero one one one. I really wanted to make it because yeah. I missed the shot before. So that's all. Literally, yeah. that was it. That was it. I wanted it to go in, so it went in. Lucky for us. Good time. Next round, fun. Giannis. He actually did show more emotion than usual after he after screamed. this one. He screamed. He he screamed, and his his teammates mobbed him, and he seemed to be having actual joy. Uh, he's a fun guy. I can't remember a moment like that where you could just hear a pin drop amongst 20,000 people. It was it was crazy. You it was hear a, a ball bounce off the rim four times before going in. And no one knew for like a good second, which is a long fucking time. A long goddamn time. Three bounces. Three whole bounces off that goddamn rim. Uh, but listen, they played well. The problem is not Joel Embiid. The problem on your team right now is Benjamin Simmons. I don't know what you guys are going to do. You guys just run it back next year? How are you feeling? How are you feeling about Brett Brown? They really don't run an offense that consistently. I didn't want to be someone who's like, they should fire him if they lose this game. Because as we've talked about, firing someone because of one game is dumb. I but think Brett there Brown... was some limiting aspects to his coaching that was... Kind of exposed. A little he was bit. also uh, limited by his front office, constantly changing the team, sure, multiple times through the season, and getting rid of like, you know, young players that he has kind of groomed and trusted, and then just like traded them for Tobias Harris, who some nights shows up and some some nights doesn't. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like someone who's excited to resign Tobias Harris. I'd rather, I mean, if it's between Jimmy and Tobias, I think these playoffs have shown that Jimmy is the the choice, right? Yeah, kind of. I mean, he's five years younger or four years younger than, than Jimmy, but uh, Jimmy Jimmy got 
them through so many rough patches in these two rounds of playoffs. He made up for a lot of other shitty stuff. He really did. So yeah. is that the deal that they can't keep them both? That's straight up what's going on. Well, they're saying that both of them are going to command max deals, and they don't want to. I think they can do two max deals, but then it's like, then where do you get the money to resign Ben Simmons? And after his rookie contract is up. Um, but I guess you guys are both kind of looking like you don't want to resign Ben Simmons if you're the Sixers. It's worth investigating maybe another point it's worth guard investigating option. Like any ability to shoot. Just shoot. Well, that's the thing. I think like, what this, are we doing here anymore? He can't he can't not come out of this summer with a with an improved jump shot. Like if he if he doesn't go into the gym and work on his jump shot and show up uh and through the first couple months of the season and if he's like if he's improved, then like that's great and that fixes a huge problem with their offense, right? Because the main problem that everyone talks about is Ben Simmons doesn't, he can't shoot. He refuses to shoot. So he just goes down and, and sits in the dunker spot or sits in the, along the baseline and clogs the lane and Joel can't get the spacing he needs and blah, 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 blah. If if Ben Simmons can hit a mid mid range, that changes everything, right? For sure. Yeah. So absolutely. let's, the guy is obviously talented and a hard worker. Let's see if he can go into the off season and develop a jump shot. Shooting contest for a million dollars right now. Game of horse between Markel Fultz and Ben Simmons. Who do you got? Ben Simmons. Markel Fultz. Are you sure? Ben Simmons refuses to shoot. Markel Fultz is like hampered by mental illness that prevents him from shooting entirely. Yeah. He's seeing like lizards on the backboard back there. Like Scanner Darkly? Yeah. Look. (laughs) I I mean, you don't got to change much. As much shit as everyone gives Ben Simmons. It came down to a shot. Yeah. You played him as tough as you could. In game six and seven, he he was out there. I mean, I didn't, I, I, I will confess I missed uh, most of the second half due to a prior Mother's Day related commitment. Uh, but Ben Simmons was having impact in the first half. He looked good. The guy can can get to the rim. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's Brett Brown's fault or not. Uh, who knows? Someone's got to get him to learn how to shoot. And listen, there's one thing that we should take away from this. It's that Joel Embiid played his heart out, had some shitty luck. You guys lost on a fucking amazing shot. And at least you're not the Boston Celtics, who are a bunch of fucking whiny little quitters. Oh, my God. How about a full, How about a fluff and fold job? Did I not tell everyone? Have I not been saying it from day one? There was no way Boston was going to work, dog. It just didn't make sense. Okay, here's how we're going to improve the team. We we made the, the fucking East Finals. Let's add a dude who broke his fucking leg in half. <laughs> and, oh, we on our way. Yeah, I I think I was weirdly last playoffs when Kyrie went down and then the team played better i was like that can't be encouraging it might be (laughs) discouraging uh so to see like them struggle this whole season with like who is the guy that is going to shine who's the guy with the ball in his hands like to think that like jason tatum and uh to some extent jalen brown like think that they can out Kyrie Kyrie irving like tells me that that team doesn't like each other and won't work yeah yeah, Danny Age fucked up. He moved too many chess pieces around. And then he traded for a chess piece that decided to just sabotage their entire team's 
season because he thinks that the fucking earth is flat. Like, I mean, come on. Let's say, like, are we any of us surprised that he that he basically just talked his way into everyone hating him? I don't know. I wonder, like, so the Celtics definitely brought him in to uh, to be the leader of this team, right? Like, Kyrie wanted to lead a team, yeah. and they, they, they wouldn't trade for a guy who publicly was like, I want to lead a team. Like, they wouldn't trade for him if they didn't want to make him the leader, right? Absolutely. So then it's like Lord of the Flies and, like, the little children, like, you know, called Kyrie Irving piggy piggy and like, and like want to eat him. Like, like Tatum and Brown, I think doing so well in the playoffs without Kyrie, like gave them this weird confidence. It's like, well, I could be the guy. And then it's, it was just kind of a struggle. And Al Horford seemed to be the only adult on that team all year long. And then yeah, Gordon Hayward, that fucking mega ass piece of shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, man, it just wasn't right, man. It was too much, man. Too many pieces. There's a reason why the Warriors are winning games and they're playing like three dudes you never heard of. I don't want to, uh, you know, be too broad, but I feel like you could say Coach Brad Stevens is good at the X's and O's, but not at the Jibs and Joes. You know? Wait, I'm sorry. I'd... Yeah, who's Jibs and Joes? The guys. He's uh, not like a. He's like a good tactician, but like, is that some kind of catchphrase like a Cleveland sports radio yeah, guy had? No, Jiblets, Jiblets, and Josephses. Jims and Joes are more important than X and O's. That kind of thing. You ever heard that before? No. I mean, I've heard maybe, it's what? Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Is it similar? <laughs> yeah. Is it homophobic like uh, that? It is not homophobic. Okay. I mean, maybe well, why Jim wasn't and... there a, a Jan and Joe? Is it uh, misogynistic? Yeah, I guess so. I guess sport is inherently misogynistic. True. Uh, yeah, what were we talking about? Well, we're talking about fuck Boston. <laughs> them niggas suck. We're talking about, uh, Listen, what's his face? The Ky- head coach, Brad yeah. Stevens. And he's Al. done a shitty job managing them, and maybe it's because he's trying to be too diplomatic, though. Or also just, like, you don't see this guy. Like, you know a part of Ty Lue's job as a coach was, like, dealing with LeBron. Yeah. Like, a real, a real substantial part of it. And you know what? He knew when to push buttons, and he did it well enough where he, like, helped get him to a championship. And managing him and his ego was a big part of that. I don't feel like Brad Stevens, like, when, like, Marcus Smart and, like, Tatum and Brown. Wait a second. And everyone are, like, throwing darts at each other. He's like, come on, guys. Let's all hang out and be chill. Peter Moses, stop. Do you mean to tell me that you don't think Brad Stevens... The whitest man from the state of Indiana knows how to manage young black egos. Look, he's no Pete Buttigieg, all right. Well, actually, Pete Buttigieg doesn't get the the black vote either. So, yeah, I am I crazy. Am. I think coaching. I mean, it, uh, as always, uh, uh, constantly reminding every, every one of our listeners, uh, it's a longstanding belief of the Airbuds that like, coaches don't matter. Uh, I think the coaches that do matter, uh, are, like Greg Popovich, their main skill is managing. And managing personalities and 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 forming a bond. You can't tell me that uh, most of these coaches know more about X's and O's than the Jims and Joes who have been playing AAU basketball since they're eight. Like yeah. they like they know how to play basketball. They know how to run a play. They know all the systems. It's about being the like inspirational leader to get them to buy into the way you want them to play. Not that you can teach them how to play, but the way that that you think that we can win and getting them to buy in. And I think, and it's, but it's different. I mean, he had a same, he had a team of all black dudes last year and it wasn't a problem. 
It's not that like they were. I mean, Kyrie's just a different thing. It, it's it's like they were kind of victim of their own bad luck too, because Kyrie was hurt, because Hayward was hurt. These guys had a moment to like really excel under Brad Stevens and like played in a system together and outperformed. And getting Kyrie was just kind of Ainge's mistake and getting selfish because it was like. He just didn't play the same way. He doesn't I mean, play in a fucking system. He's just an iso ball, like, point guard. Threw a nut into the mix, and um, it threw off the, the balance. Uh, they give they move on from Kyrie. Give Rozier the ball. Everything yeah. is forgiven, or is Rozier gone too? You can't keep Terry Rozier. No way. Right? Didn't Terry Rozier basically say, I'm out of here? Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. gone. So maybe it was Rozier the issue. Who knows? I mean, we'll never know who actually was, but you could tell shit oh, was fucked up Oh, I think we're going to know. I think we're going to get some stories from people. And people. I don't, it's going to be. People are talking. Yeah. Talking about people. <laughs> I don't know Brad Stevens either. Maybe That's going to be what Jackie McMullen is saying yeah. on like January yeah. 4th. Maybe Brad Stevens 4th. fucking goes to Popeye's all the time. I don't know what he's up to, but I mean. <laughs> There is something to that. I played on a football team one year that we were pretty good. And it's like, you know, so all black kids, coaches white, but just like, you know, he just didn't get us. And like we made the playoffs and we lost every home game because it sucked playing at home because he wouldn't let us listen to music. They had no music in the fucking things. And we would win every road game because like, oh, shit, music is tight. So you're saying song. Brad Anything. Stevens confiscated all the Beats pills in the yeah, locker room. Yeah, he took all the Beats yeah. pills from him. Yeah. It's like, we're listening to Reba McIntyre. We would love Reba McIntyre. I'm talking about dead silence. That's like, this not, dude sucked up, in a non-racial way. He just didn't get it at all. Just hated music. Which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that's weird. Well... Congratulations to the Toronto Raptors on uh, on beating the Sixers and going <laughs> going on to face the Milwaukee Bucks. Any any quick predictions uh, before that series starts on Wednesday? It is going to be very good. It is not the series I wanted, but perhaps it is the series I needed. It's oh. like how like Batman wasn't the hero Gotham needed. Exactly. the one it deserved. We're going to get a lot of Kawhi on Giannis. Can Kawhi stop Giannis? Bucks in five. Really? Yeah. Walk me through that, please. I will. First of all, like all predictions on this podcast, uh, nothing matters and it's completely irrelevant. But uh, Toronto's like playing six and a half guys. They play, they're playing uh, Van Vliet. Van Vliet. Shout out to Fred Van Vliet for getting some run for the first time in a little while tonight, right? Good Lord. His whole life is missing baskets the way Steph Curry missed baskets for like two games with like his dislocated finger. That guy... The faucet has been shut off. I don't know if he's hurt or what. Well, he was hurt, right? But still, if he's just like, he's clearly, hopefully not right. Otherwise, he's just regressed. A guy, Fred Van Vliet was a guy that like had a a quick moments of like, of, of goodness last season. And I think he was kind of like enshrined as like a, like, oh, a player to watch or like a good guy, good guy came off the bench, like a little too early. I don't think he is that good. I never really sure saw it. There were flashes, but also like there were flashes of Siakam. And, you know, I think Toronto believes that they're good at growing talent and Siakam is good. I mean, he did great. not have a great series against the Sixers, but he, uh, 
If he can some if he can get right again between now and Wednesday, he got hurt too. Yeah, he got hurt a little bit. But I think point being, uh, they're just not deep, and I think the Bucks are really deep, and they have players who are not afraid. Like your like third and fourth options are like afraid to shoot the ball. Toronto, I just don't think they have the yeah. depth. I think they're playing six and a half dudes, and the Bucks can run like nine guys at you. They're getting Brogdon back. Connington is like the real fucking deal. Ilyasova's playing Connington great. Connington is the real deal. Hell yeah, yeah, man. He was averaging like eight rebounds off the fucking bench. I think it's another, this is another moment of like coronating someone as the real deal. <laughs> too well, early. He's hot now. Real, real deal for someone not, who's going to like get points and rebounds off yeah. the bench. Yeah. Real deal or not. Okay, he's having who, a good playoffs. But he's having so who, a good playoffs. Who's a better, uh, who would you rather have coming off the bench on the Michael Benders right now? Zach Collins or uh, Connington? I don't know. I think I'm, position, though. I'm loving Zach Collins. Loving right Zach now. Collins. Um, yeah. Is he McDonald's? Because ba da ba ba ba. I'm loving it. Uh, That's not funny, man. <laughs> you, you literally <laughs> laughed at it. Yeah, you are laughing still. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, don't uh, get to Portland yet. Yeah, we'll, sorry, we'll, we'll, sorry, we'll jump ahead. But yeah, Zach Collins is good. We'll, we'll touch on him in a little bit. George Hill playing good. Member of the uh, LeBron is a scary teammate club that's thriving this, this postseason. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think, Michael? Do you think you think in bucks and how many games? I'm thinking bucks in six or seven. Um, I think Kyle Lowry might uh, do one of his pats in it. I'm going to quote unquote box out, but really just try to take your legs half a under you on Giannis and hurt him. And that's the only way they stand a chance is if Kyle Lowry's giant ass injures Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, I think I got bucks in. I think I got Bucks in seven, but I do have Bucks because Danny Green just kind of sucks. Danny, Danny Green, Green sucks. Yeah, he remember he was good again this year, and then he like he these playoffs he's just gone back to like twenty sixteen San Antonio style. Yeah, exactly. Danny Green. If he's not hitting shots, they're fucking done. But honestly, I mean, aside from that, like they do match up sort of evenly. Uh. Wouldn't you say that who are the five best players in this in the series? Like, right. Number one, Giannis. Number two, two Kawhi. Kawhi. I would say one they're a one A, one B. B. Yeah. Sure. But, but if, you, still had, two if you had to rank them, you're still Giannis MVP, played more games. Maybe Kawhi's better, but they're yeah, they're ended up one A, one B. Yeah, but Kawhi played less games so that he can fucking go True. off. He's in Michael Jordan now. But yeah. then the whole Bucks. And then yeah, then the whole so it's like then the next three players are probably Bucks, right? But if, uh, any, but if there's Middleton, anybody, Middleton, Siakam, maybe. Siakam, would but be, I would also say I like put him Bledsoe, in the last spot. Bledsoe, Lopez, four, maybe. Lopez, I would not put ahead of Siakam or in the top five. I mean, he's valuable, but he's directing Godzilla. He's a little distracted. He is directing. Yeah. No, that's his brother. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh shit! Sorry. Yeah, it's the yeah. ball. But he's yeah. there. You know, he's doing key grip. Anyway, like, I mean. Yeah, but if there's anybody Kyle Lowry can get right against is a, the shorter point guard. I mean, they do, Ben Simmons is a defensive issue that, you know, the Raptors had some issue with. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the Bucks got anything like that. But all that moot because Danny Green does suck. They're just not going to hit enough shots. All right, so we're all taking the Bucks. Yeah, I think we're all taking the Bucks. Should we move to the West, guys? Let's go to the like West. There's another game seven tonight against the Portland Trail Blazers. 
Whoa, boy. And the Denver Nuggets. Oh, my fuck. What? Uh, Portland, How? Portland took it. How, Sway? CJ McCollum. Incredible game. Yeah, Just, what was it, 37 points? Is that right? 37 points. I think one three-pointer. Yeah, he was hitting mid-range after mid-range. He it's looked what, like Michael Jordan in 1998 out there. Um, this was an incredible win. It really uh, reminded me, it had the feeling of, in my own personal experience, of LeBron in Boston in Game 7 that he won in 06. It's just like the feeling of just like the away team sticking around in a way that just makes every, it's all you have to do as the away team is just fucking hang around. And they were down big early and Dame played like fucking shit, but he still hit huge, huge three pointers down the stretch. CJ was just like, I got it. Don't Zach worry. Collins was fucking awesome. Zach Collins. He has, uh, a, he has arrived now. He's got a Harry Potter scar on his forehead. Yeah. And he, Tilda Swinton of the trailblazers. Yeah. He's weirdly tough. Uh, Gets rebounds, gets some. He bangs down low. I, I, oh, I yeah. liked him. Yeah, yeah, and he likes to wear uh, flavorful tops. Uh, in the press conference after oh, Game Six, he had it. on a fucking full sequin, rainbow sequin top. Hmm, interesting. Underneath a jean jacket. Nice. Like, what? Okay, put it on a celebrity. What what celebrity would wear it? Uh, like you know, um, maybe like Bieber headed to Burning Man. Oh, it's Burning Man level. Got it. It was like it was real wavy. Like he could have had a pacifier. In. Dare I say garish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so pacifier like rave. Like yeah, he's he going a, downtown to like Los Angeles Street. Yeah. In like the factories, and he's got to say like a, he's got to step over a homeless person to like get to the door and say a password. Oh uh, wow, he's with it. that's yeah. like bedazzled, fully bedazzled. No, he was on his fucking Christy Yamaguchi, dog. It was very figure skater. He's definitely going to do a triple axel. Yeah, the wow, full bu- the full business. Interesting. Uh, that just made me like him a little more. Uh, pour one out for Rodney Hood. Hopefully he's okay. Yeah, yeah. he Look, did not look good. No, Poor guy. I hope it's just a calf sprain, like KD or something. But uh, yeah, I, I've I've liked Rodney Hood for so long, ever since he was a fantasy killer a couple seasons ago, and he's just kind of like not been right for a couple of years. And these playoffs were so encouraging. I thought, oh, like Rodney Hood is finally coming into his own, and then this happened. Yeah, so you know, verdicts out on him. But it was crazy how. I mean, I honestly didn't see this at all. I wanted Blazers, and I knew CJ was going to have to be big for it to happen, And but, like, I didn't believe it would because, like, yo, Denver plays really good defense, man. Mm-hmm. That's a good team. How long has the narrative been you can't win with both CJ and Dame? They're too small. And it was an amazing series because Dame or fucking CJ showed out. The second half. He year, carried man. the second half of this fucking series, this is their man. Year, first Finals, first West Finals appearance for them since 2000. Since fucking Scotty Pippen. Yeah. Wow. Pre-Jailblazers, right? Yeah. The beta. Jailblazers beta. Yeah. Wow. Uh, well, congrats to the Blazers. Uh, sorry to the Nuggets. Jokic uh, played incredibly. So He's, did Murray, man. Yeah. Murray really like. Uh, he did not have a good, a great game today. Good Listen, hit, but still overall. I none, overall of them, yeah. none of them hit threes, but he really took some positive steps and like hit big shots and had good moments. And he's fucking 22 years old. Yeah. I think he's on the verge of being an all-star in the next couple of years. Um, Jokic, uh, I have a theory. If he had a better haircut, he wouldn't get clowned on as much. Oh, for sure. If he was mm. doing anything different, I think if he, he had a Zach Collins. 
he has a haircut that just accents every like every flaw on his body, <laughs> and that's why people. Like it, it's it's all building up to like the point, and the point is like, it's like perhaps the tip. ugliest part yeah. of, of it. So like that's why people are clowning him. And I gotta you, say, used I, eraser vibes. Yeah, I hate the I hate people that are like that are like he's so out of shape. Like look at that fat fuck, and just and then like you look at their like avatar on Twitter, and it's like just a fat piece of shit themselves. <laughs> and I'm just like, so, like the guy's a world-class athlete. No, he's <laughs> like, incredible. And everything yeah. he does is wild. But like, yeah. and I, that's why I said that shit in the Slack, man. Like what kind of stylus style would you recommend for him? You are saying he would be better respected and potentially a better basketball player. Well, right hair, now he's any just kind got, of hairstyle. He throws a three on the Clippers and just does his whole head. Like let's yeah. get a little, you think he does it himself? Well, who, uh, I hope he's not paying someone to do that. <laughs> like he's got his cousin. He flew his cousin in <laughs> yeah. to do this. Doesn't he have like two older brothers that like live with him and party all the time? Probably. I yeah. hope so. He's just European like European vibes. There's just like three seven foot tall monsters in Denver that like live in like a McMansion. <laughs> ba da ba ba ba. They're thugging it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think uh, this is get a little you know short on the sides. Keep a little length on top. Get a little texture up there. You'll be you'll be doing better. They should run it back. Everything's gonna be great. They get Michael Porter Jr. next year. Um... They're going to be fucking fine, man. They're going to be fucking two seed again. Yeah. I mean, they've got a number one seed or number one pick on the bench right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like number uh, one, like ranked kid coming out of high school had some back issues and they just shut him down and we'll see. Also, they could just be a year older and better. I'm excited for them. Yeah. I think they're going to be fine. Uh, It was a great fucking series. It was, it was a great series. Oh, I need to text my Denver friends and tell them sorry. Yeah, so, shout out to all my Denver friends. You know who you are. Uh, I was busy being sad about the Sixers. <laughs> Not that sad. I think Gary Harris is on his way to being like Tony Allen level defending. Is he going to be the best player ever with a cop name? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Easily. Lieutenant Gary Harris. <laughs> and and what's Craig's first name? Tory Craig. Tory Craig. That's the guy who Gary's arresting. Yeah. <laughs> Tori Craig also sounds like some girl who lives in like La Jolla. All like, right. And like ride horse and like rides horses too. Works at Abercrombie. Yeah. They yeah. got to the horse people. Um, yeah, man, they're going to be fucking great next year. I'm I pumped could, for them. It was a great decide. season. Oh, Jokic is going to be, he needs a haircut. He needs a haircut. I need to grow it out before he gets that cut. I couldn't decide who, uh, who could even which of the two teams could even go at the Warriors better? Like Portland can hit more shots, but they're smaller. Denver plays better defense, but they don't hit enough shots. I think neither team match up particularly well with the Warriors. Portland with Jokic is enough. <laughs> that would be interesting. And you you mentioned that on the Slack, and I thought that that would be a fantastic rule for the playoffs going forward, is that every round you win, you get to pick a player from the other team. Hell yeah, you get to, to absorb. With you. Yeah, Mega Man rule. Yeah. Let's go. Take their power. Get Leaf Man in there. Let's just fucking go, nigga. It's fucking Orb Man. They got so lazy with the, the <laughs> villains by like Mega Man like eight. It was just like uh car key man. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He keys your like, car. Yeah. He, like half melted candle man. Yo, they should have done young man like Y U N G. Young man? That would have been hard. Yeah. And what does he do? Just like 
Post up. Spit bars. Yeah, he just posts up (laughs) in front of the corner store. Yeah. But so well that it causes damage. Yeah. And uh, you can uh, float across bridges. All right. Uh, Nintendo, hit us up at Airbuds Pod. We have new ideas for your your X, uh, Mega Man X, Mega Man X2, whatever your next game is. Um, Yeah. We we ready. This is the point. Yeah. Guys, I got a Switch. I traded in my PS4 for a Switch. Oh, my God. You did? Yeah. Do you like Michael? It? I'm a I'm a real gamer now. What? <laughs> yeah, a, are you in? Guys, do you feel it that I'm do a you gamer? Do you have 2K yeah. on that? I think you can get 2K on it. I don't have it. All I have is Mario and Smash Brothers. Are right the now. graphics good? They're incredible. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. I don't know if I can go against that PS4 dog. I just wasn't playing it enough, and I was like, I want to play Mario and Smash Brothers, so that's why I was like, why don't it I sounds just like go a trade good decision. it? In? Yeah. Went to GameStop like a true gamer. It was great. Anyways, enough, that's what, of, uh, this is about hot dogs and yeah. gaming now. All right. Speaking of smashing bros. Yeah. All right, Pete to the Rockets, man. What are we doing? Oh, How yeah. did we get this far? Well, we were about to talk about the Warriors and yeah. Blazers. Yeah. I guess we might as well give context. Uh, Rockets couldn't pull through game six without KD on the Warriors, up, gonna, which is which is wild. They had their shot, man. They had the two shots. Kick, they should have won game five. The Night King was almost right. I'm going to stand still, even though it's not possible by my prediction for Rockets Bucks, because the Rockets should have fucking won five games of those six games. They totally just fucking blew it. Mm-hmm. They just fucking blew it. Game it one. wasn't even that Chris Paul was like, everyone was ragging on Chris Paul for being old. It's like, guys, he's 30 fucking four. Stop being mad at him for not being 28. Like, that's fucking pointless. They missed shots. Capella played like fucking butt. Harden was uh, great, but also just, like, frustrating at times. I put it all on Capella. The reason why, because they couldn't get a rebound when it really mattered. I mean, P.J. Tucker is the reason. The two games they won, P.J. Tucker was involved in every rebound. But they needed more Capella on the glass. He couldn't get it done. He was coming off an injury for whatever reason, but it was not the same dude from the MVP year who was catching every lob. And, like, a force. He had nothing. While we're on the topic of rebounds, I just want to bounce back real quick to the the Sixers-Raptors game. Uh, If anyone involved in the Sixers organization is listening, which there aren't, (laughs) but please tell your players to rebound. Like, (laughs) tell them to rebound. Tell them. Hot take. Like, they okay, so Toronto like had something I, like, like, say like fourteen hot. offensive rebounds to the six or six. You should write and that's them a, the reason why they lost that game. You should game write today. them a letter. You should write them a letter. I'm sick of, of Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid not not boxing out. Like they're two huge humans and Kyle Lowry and, and Kawhi are getting rebounds over them. It's it shouldn't have happened. You hate to see it. It, it drives me fucking wild. <laughs> like they could have won the game tonight if they had gotten two to three more offensive rebounds. You're not wrong, man. Yeah, man. Rebounding is the most important shit, apparently. Every year, we always, sometime in the playoffs, you're like, oh, rebounds. If you win that, you'll probably win the game. Yeah. Particularly in this shit, because it's just so tight. Everybody's playing so tight. It's so half court. Joel Embiid is... He He's probably 7'3", 7'4". I mean, Marcus is listed at 7'1". And Joel Embiid is listed at seven foot. If you go and watch that footage of them hugging after the game tonight, Joel Embiid towers over the seven towers one guy. Over him. There's no reason why he shouldn't be able to get 
most of the rebounds. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and Ben Simmons also, he's seven foot tall. Like he's seven foot tall and seven feet wide. Like he should be getting rebounds. Let's go back to the Rockets. One more point. Real fast. <laughs> up, until, up until today, I was uh, shaming people or shaming the idea of Brett Brown having his job be in trouble. Like very adamantly. But the fact that he can't figure out a way as a coach to get Embiid the ball on the block twice, maybe just twice in the last four minutes, is troubling. Like I understand that there's a lot of moving parts, and I still don't think he should be fired because I think that's not fair. But there are just it's things tough. where it's just like you're like, man, I like you just got to get people to get – someone's got to fucking get you in a set to do something – that is very, very fucking clear for everyone watching. I, if playoff basketball is tougher to get to, to run a run the game through a center on the low block, block though, like it's hard. The, the refs let so much go. It's so much harder for a center to get to get position, and then like the double comes sometimes before the ball. Yeah, even but you comes. just described how a seven foot four dude needs to be able to like get boards and stuff, and I put that in the same amount of like toughness in game fucking seven, like. You got to get him the fucking it's ball. It's fair. Low. I just think like even like Shaq like didn't decide like the ends of playoff games a lot of times. I, I understand, but he's also like it's him or Jimmy. It was him and Jimmy versus Kawhi. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. But back to the Rockets. Hold on, one last thing. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, we need to talk about the fact that Brent Brown does not know how to tie his own ties. They are when is it going to come always up? Always a little loose. Do you think someone ties it for him and takes it off and puts it around him? As another man who does not know how to tie his own ties, I'm oh, listening dude. to you. I'm speaking from experience. Oh, that sounds like a new Patreon bonus, a video of, of us teaching you to tie a tie. Yeah, I'm in. I would love to know. It's real easy. I have a dad. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga's tried to teach me. I just can't. I just can't never retain it. It's not that it. hard. What, what is it? I don't know, son. I guess because I don't, just just I generally don't fuck with ties. You have until October October twelfth to learn how to tie a tie for this man's wedding. Man, you, I'll you tie know. your tie, man. It's fine. Peasy no. Moses. <laughs> no, no, you can't do this it. Is, that's gonna be his it's wedding gift to you. Yeah, his wedding gift to you is learning how to tie a tie. That way, you don't have to buy shit for him. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. Um, that's fine. <laughs> what are you right, talking about? Now back to the Rockets. <laughs> All right, the Rockets. Yeah. I mean, what is there to talk about? Like, they, the Rockets fucking blew it. Chris Paul is old, but, I mean, I think people were ragging on him mostly. I mean, people were ragging on him for being old, but mostly because, like, what a wild contract, like, that looks like now. Not great, Bob. Two years in. like Not great. But, I mean, I mean, you say that, but I still think that the weak link w- was their front court. Yeah, no, yeah. Clint Capella. Uh, yeah, I agree. Is the only strong link there, and he was he didn't show up. PJ Tucker had to like bail him out a lot. Yeah, PJ Tucker played fifty minutes a game. So it's like we're asking more of old ass Chris Paul, but there was just nothing. Who was it there to give it to? Oh, I'm not, I'm not saying. I, I think Chris Paul gave it all he could. I'm just saying. I think. It was a ridiculous the main, amount the main of money. thing is that he like you're just like this is what you gave five years to like yeah he's got five more years no th- three three more years yeah three more years good lord and he's probably he could, I feel I mean wow he survived the whole playoffs though yeah and true. don't tell yeah. me every moment you're like aided by a giant injury in the middle of the season yeah like, you're like waiting for yeah. something to happen something to pop yeah. and he made it no. so fuck it yeah you get one more year out of that. Well, Capella, Capella needed to show up. He didn't. And then who can they bolster their front court 
With, I don't know. Is there anybody? Oh, Al Horford, is he somehow available? Can I, you I take a JJ Reddick? I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. They're they got to draft one. They, hopefully they just come up big late in the draft. It's tough to find a rookie that can contribute right away, though. I mean, you're not wrong, but somehow the Warriors manage to do it every year. Well, the Rockets should have fucking won, so fuck them. Now the Warriors are playing the Blazers starting on Tuesday. I hope KD doesn't come back, man. I'm so sick of this. I mean, the Warriors are going to win anyway, but just whatever, dude. You could tell once he went down, they were so fucking giddy. These fucking clowns. They literally were smiling, and it's it's kind of a baffling, like, I don't know what to make of it. There's a part of it that's like, okay, maybe they're just competitive, or maybe there was a thing like, of course that happened. Like, we're the warriors. We're always the victim. Like, of course that would happen. Maybe it was that, or was it literally that they're happy that KD went down? I believe it is the latter. Steph couldn't even say the man's name in the postgame. Yeah. Called him his brother. Mm-hmm. Blazers in six. What? Is this wow. a is this a facetious prediction? No, no the Blazers are going to win. Do you want to hear? No, Durant. Thinks that Jamal. I mean, look, <laughs> it's the only way it's possible. They don't win Game Seven in Oracle Seth Curry goes deep. steps underneath Seth Curry. Steph Curry twists his ankle in Game Two. Wow. Okay. Big big take. Curry fight. Tears the family apart. I think Seth Curry is the only cool Curry. Is that right? Listen, right now, know. it's two on two. It's Clay Thompson and Steph Curry against Dame and CJ. Uh, Draymond Green, although... Uh, okay. Not a huge bucket getter. Uh, he, he gets his, but he's a giant impact in these playoffs. He's he's turned his season around starting in game one of round one. You know what? And he's really, I kind of forgot how fast he is. It's because he lost a bunch of weight. That's exactly it. The last six weeks of the, of the season, he lost 28 pounds. Well, there you go. Because he's kind of like there were some plays and they he was kind of 50-50 on them. But like the Rockets score or there's like a rebound, like a outlet, and he goes coast to coast pretty fucking quick. Yeah. And he's big as fuck. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he can run can't the point. Stop him. Yeah. He's a little reckless at times. Uh, he, he gets you some turnovers, too. But I mean, yeah, I think he's I think they're playing three on two. I think Draymond has to to factor into this. I mean, the, well, then so the, does Zach Collins, man. Zach Collins is going to be Collins the Draymond the, eliminator. I mean, look, he's good. He's a good enough shooter to like. If he if he does what he can, it's possible. You also have enough dudes like Aminu and Harkless and Collins who are all like, you don't have to play fucking Cantor anymore because you don't have like a big fucking Jokic. So I think they're both going to be going small. And I feel like some of Draymond's specialty is taking advantage of bigger players than him by using his athleticism. But well, do I don't you think, think that's going to be as Cantor much of a factor. In, if you put Cantor in, do you think Draymond negates him defensively? Uh, sure, but I don't. Th- yeah, I mean, I don't think he matters really. I kind of want to see what would happen if Cantor went up against Draymond. I think Cantor is a crafty. I mean, I think Cantor sucks on defense. He's a liability, but you don't really have to. But noticeably been better, well. yes. Uh, and but Cantor's also such a crafty offensive player. I wonder if he could get Draymond in a foul trouble. I'm hoping so. I said yeah. Blazers in six. I don't know. I think Warriors in 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 six. 
but just because I think Katie will come back and I think that that calf strain is very like they said reevaluated for the next round. I think he's going to sit out the first two games because the Warriors are like, ah, whatever. It's the Blazers. Let's see see what happens. We'll see what happens. And if the Blazers take a game or two in the first two or three games, uh, then Katie's coming back. If the Rockets proved anything, Steph can be taken advantage of on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. He will pick up some fouls now. Who are they going to hide Steph on? Harkless? I don't know. Like what? Exactly. I mean, what? You put him on CJ? You can't put him on CJ. You can't put him on Dan or CJ. That's what I'm saying, man. These guys are going to get buckets. Durant is not going to play in this series. So who's on? I Listen, I them? think we should all assume Durant is not coming back. Uh, why? Because... Like it's a like that shit is like a fucking big deal. Like they're like the moment you can get really hurt coming back, and he's got to be. I don't. I just isn't he, a calf strain kind of what like started as Kawhi's like injury in San Antonio that led to him sitting out. I feel like Steph had one at one point too, but he was walking like he fucking ripped his Achilles. Oh no, it was like a thigh thing, a thigh strain with Kawhi. I saw a headline that said. Like an ortho, his orthopedist thought he would be out for until late into the conference finals. And what is late into the conference finals? Like four games, like a week. But these the, they're playing head games. Maybe Katie might come back game one. They, Jam- are they legally required to tell us exactly the timeline? I don't know, Jamel. What do you got? I don't know if Katie's coming back. I I hope he quits basketball entirely. <laughs> I hope he I hope he realizes his calling is like you know fucking youth outreach, more fucking pottery. Don't come back. Uh, fun little uh, sideline uh, story. Last summer, I think it was uh, when Katie was on CJ McCollum's podcast and said to his face, "You don't like you guys aren't a contender. You don't even think you're a contender." And here they are. And here they are contending. And Katie is out. out, baby. So maybe that'll provide enough emotional, like, drive for them to come in and fucking punch the Warriors in the face. Which and get is a game. the drive that they had against OKC because Dame and Russ had a thing. Yeah, they do not have a thing like this with Denver. No, going back and forth to Denver is tough. Elevation. Sucks. They also like of all the games of the two game sevens that finished. Although, like. Both of them. It was all nice to see all those players like hug it out immediately after both those games. Oh, for sure. That was sweet. It's going to be good. All I need is for Dame to take one game off him at Oracle. That's it. That's for me to be happy. I think Dame will be. I mean, he's an Oakland guy, right? I yeah. Think he's going to be fucking driven to just give to, us one. Lasers in six, and then E forty going away. Yeah, E forty has to dap him Blazers up. E forty has six. to legally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. By the code. Um. Well, Blazers and six, Warriors and six. Jamel, what was your prediction? Um, I'll go Blazers and six. I come on. Yeah. I mean, I want to believe. Go, Mike. Yeah. Come I on. I want to believe. believe. I got Bucks and what's seven. The, what's the worst that can happen? All right. I'll fuck it. Blazers and six. Yes. Caveat. Yes. Once KD comes back in game three, you're switching. I'm. I don't know what. Whatever. I'm just saying. I think fine. I'll say Blazers and six because yes. what does it matter? Uh, but also, KD's coming back, and I don't know. No, he's not. <laughs> Come on, guys. It's going to happen. KD's we're coming we're back, we're and it's going to be trouble. He's coming back. 
Katie's back. Yeah. My Katie's back. Uh, 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 uh. Before we uh, close out, let's talk about one last thing. Uh, the Los Angeles oh, Lakers uh, freshly protested by their fans on Friday, right? Which was hilarious. Did you guys see the video? A bunch of dopes. A bunch of fucking idiots. A bunch of dinks. Yeah. Uh, this is these Lakers fans. One guy was like, here's my plan uh, for, to make the Lakers great again. Bring back all the best players. That was it. <laughs> and then he it's walked like, so away. What you want. Honestly, <laughs> she, he should probably get a meeting with Jeannie. I think that's a that's a good idea. He also had purple and gold face paint on, nice. but like it wasn't really gold. It was more like <laughs> it was more like the Cavs like burgundy color. It was it was bad. He also had a fedora on. I, yeah. I should show you guys a tweet. <laughs> yeah. It's phenomenal. Was it you, Mike? Were you in the fedora? God, I wish it was me. I should have went down you there. Too. Your brother tweeted at us saying you guys need to go down there, and I just was like. No, and then later I was like, "Why didn't I?" Yeah, <laughs> like, my brother's got crazy. great ideas. Yes. The goddamn Pepe the Frogs of Laker fans yeah. was out. I it was crazy. Have said this before, and I will say it again: this shit's gonna get worse. Well, Linda Rambis is in charge of the coaching decisions. Yeah, well, things uh, the protests worked because the Lakers hired a coach today, Frank Frank Vogel, Vogel on the uh, condition. That he has to have Jason Kidd as his assistant. What are we doing here, guys? What are we doing? Uh, multiple people have reported uh, behind the scenes chatter that the Lakers really wanted Jason Kidd as the head coach, uh, but were worried about the optics concerning his past with uh, spousal abuse and everything. Oh, yeah, beating um, the shit out of women. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, right. Uh, and so they said. Like, well, being an assistant isn't the same thing as the head coach. So essentially, it seems like they hired Frank Vogel to be like the Queen of England over the Prime Minister. Honestly, this, Jason Kidd. On this <laughs> like, point, it feels like uh, between him and Luke Walton, it's almost a pre prerequisite for the coaching oh, position. Oh shit! You're right. Uh, yeah, what a shit show. Eric Vogel. Vogel Eric Vogel. Frank Vogel. Frank yeah. Vogel. Who's Eric, Eric Vogel? Vogel? That's a dude know. I used to just buy Adderall from. Okay. <laughs> Frank Vogel uh, not has not really proven to be a great head coach. No. Uh, Lost to LeBron a bunch. Ty Lue won with the LeBron a bunch, is a former Laker, is a former Laker staffer, uh, and, a, and an NBA champion, and they couldn't they couldn't give him five years to get him. It's insane. The Lakers are a mess. I wonder how LeBron is feeling. I makes I understand that LeBron is at fault for some of what's happening. I accept this. Why? I'm just saying, like the Anthony Davis stuff, requesting the trade. The like I, I like you. You could argue. I don't even think that, but I'm just even conceding that it's a fucking shame that this organization is in charge of his last couple like decent years. Is it? It's a fucking shame. If. Anthony Davis requests a trade and the Pelicans owner has some weird uh, grudge against the Lakers uh, reportedly had, has said things like, like not to the Lakers over my dead fucking body. Yes. Like awesome quote by Gail Benson. Yeah. Like how is that? Like the Lakers are just trying to go get a player they want. And then the, the owner of the other team are like, fuck you. I hate you irrationally. You guys suck. I'm never trading this player to you, even though it means that he probably won't play for us next season. <laughs> He'll probably sit out until we end up trading him somewhere. It's crazy. I don't know. Jamel, you're shaking your head. I honestly believe the Lakers will be fine. Yeah, they will. Nah, turmoil. It's just fun to look at the turmoil. I know it's fucking ridiculous, but 
Vogel will be fine. This really comes down to LeBron James's groin parts. Whatever he's got left in that groin, there's where the Lakers will end up. He's got a few kids left in there. Yeah. Come on down. All right. Um, <laughs> cool. So the Lakers are a mess, uh, and it's fun to see. Uh, my br- my my brother had magic. My uncle had Kobe. What do I? What did I get? I got LeBron James, and he's given me nothing. He gave me nothing. God, those fucking protesters! What a bunch of shitheads! I tell you. Um, did anybody see Devin Costa down there? Nah, <laughs> we, once again, does anyone have eyes on Devin Costa now? I don't know. He's just got a fucking belt around his arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a needle. Careful. Yeah. Come on. He's wearing a bulletproof vest. Let's get him on the pot. Yeah. yeah. Know, I out. love Devin so much. Uh, anyways, uh, let's wrap it up, guys. I think yeah. so. I think we did it all. Jamal, you got anything you want to plug? Um, just the usual hood business uh, shows all about. I'm making hot dogs at Golden Hour next Sunday. So if you want a hot dog and you're around <laughs> mid-city. This Come is a podcast about hot dogs. Yeah, it really is. It, it, it came full circle. circle. How about yeah. it? Uh, that shit, and then just everything. Where's Golden else. Hour? Golden Hour is at um, fuck, I don't know. I think it's like a beta, some coffee spot in Mid City. Point being, broccolihouse dot com, uh, broccolihouse on Instagram. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you're in LA, go see Jamel, or you can go to hell, Peter. Doing faded next or this Friday at. In Los Angeles, yeah, the Blue Rooster. So come through to that. And uh, also, I'm doing a night of shows in Cleveland on June 8th. Get tickets at clevelandcomedyfest.com, I think. Or just, like, go to my Instagram. But come on, come get tickets, and we'll uh, I'll talk about Kevin Love for at least five minutes. All right. If you're in L.A. or Cleveland, go see Peter, or I'll suck your wiener. <laughs> You hear that? You hear that? Follow us this on social is really media. A podcast about hot dogs. Follow us on social media at Airbuds Pod on Twitter, Instagram, patreon.com slash Airbuds Pod if you want to support the buds. Uh, we've got uh, Jamel's is giving shit away to all of our patrons. Yeah, I've been handing out jerseys for the past couple weeks. Uh, you know, hope everybody got them. Hope you like the stuff. We got more coming. And the slack is going wild in these playoffs. Eventually, uh, the stuff might not fit the people it gets. I've been doing a pretty good job of uh, sending people the appropriate size stuff, but eventually, someone's going to get a four X jersey. Stock is going to run low, and stock's going to get low. what they get. That could be a good like uh, nightgown, you know? Could Ooh. be fun. Could be fun. Yep. Uh, so yeah, uh, being a Patreon of ours is worth it. Patreon.com slash Airbuds Pod. Uh, go to iTunes, like us, subscribe, tell a friend about us, all that shit. Yeah. If you have friends, tell us, uh, tell them about us. Also, tell us about your friends. Tell us about your friends. Hit us up, Airbudspodcast at gmail.com. Tell us about all your friends. Yeah. All right. Happy basketball. Happy basketball. Love you guys. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.